Hi everybody and welcome to the Copcast podcast on Cop Left. We're here as post-match to the Sunderland game, uh, where I believe that we were very lucky and we've got three of a panel who are going to explain to us why we're not very lucky. So first up, we have Carly Murray. Uh, it's been a while since I've spoken to you on a podcast, Carly. Uh, unfortunately, I speak to you most days, so it's <laughs> it's not that good. How are, how are you this evening? Thanks, Steve. Um, I'm I'm good. It was a tough game, but we won, and I'm liking that since we last spoke, you're slowly turning from Mr. Negative into Mr. Positive, so well, it's all good. My negativity's sort of creeping back a little bit after that today. You know, I'll say very welcome three points, but we'll get into that in a moment. And second up... A second female voice and a first time on the podcast for Beth Baker in somewhere in Shitsville, USA. How are you, Beth? Well, geez, thanks for that lovely introduction. We like to make our guests welcome here, as you well know. <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you very much. I feel like I need a nap after watching that, though, because it kind of was exhausting emotionally. Yeah, well, it, well, I find it completely stressful, to be honest with you. And, and you've been in our WhatsApp group long enough to know that how you get treated in this podcast. So don't be, don't be, don't be playing a victim card here. You get no sympathy. Oh no, I actually feel <laughs> I feel even more part of the group now because of that. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, and well, it's his, his first time as a guest. He's hosted it before. Um, it's the Carlsberg poster child of hangovers, Mr. Bryce Dunn. How are you this evening, Bryce? <laughs> well, what an introduction! Thanks a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm in a recovery state, thank you. So, uh, but I'm a lot happier because uh, we obviously got the three points today after a bit of a tough game. So. I'm, yeah, I'm on the up. Pricing the weekends like starting your computer in safe mode. But we'll give you your juice, Bryce. It's always amusing. It's always a pleasure. You should actually drink more. I'm sure everybody would agree in, 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 in this podcast. You should drink more, Bryce. Right, but let's, <laughs> let's move on into this game. And I'll come up. Since I started with Carly, I'll stay with you, Carly. What were your thoughts, Carly? Are, are you happy with that? I'm a little bit concerned, as, as we were talking pre-pod, that Klopp, as we know, came up against park buses uh, in the Bundesliga, but not as frequently as what he's going to come across in the Premier League. And Sunderland, considering how bloody awful a team they are, and sorry Sunderland fans, absolutely no offence meant by that, but really at this moment in time, the poorest team in the Premier League, and we toiled and troubled for 70 minutes to, 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 to score against them. They, to me, were pretty well organised. You know, the goal came eventually and everything changed, but it was at a cost as well with Coutinho. Um, Carly, your thoughts? Um, fuck, I mean, they are fucking shite. There's no two ways about it. That was, was the worrying part, Carly. <laughs> yeah, they were awful. They never really looked like scoring. They never really caused us any worries or any threats. I mean, generally, I would be quite nervous sort of in the, the last few stages of the game. So I had been messaging Beth um, and I think they were sort of down that end. I started to panic and think, oh, please, God, don't let this be one of these days where they just hit an absolute flick and it goes in. Um, but other than that, I really didn't see any threat from them. Um, as opposed to last weekend, I was quite confident that we were going to beat Southampton because we just kept going and going. And I just thought one of, the, one of these is going to go in and it didn't. Today, I didn't think anything was going to go in. Um I was watching after the game. I think the stats were with 27 attempts on goal. Sometimes today, I think we made it harder for ourselves. Instead of choosing the easy option, it was two to three passes instead of just pass and go, pass and go. And I think it was making things harder. I know there wasn't a lot of space there because of the way Sunder were set up. And yes, like you said, you have to kind of give them some credit for that because they were extremely disciplined. But I mean, 
Can you imagine going and watching the type of football every week? It's fucking depressing. I mean, they're just, they're sat there. There's no excitement. They're not trying to do anything. They're just trying to stop you. And like we've already said, and probably said on previous pods, more and more teams are going to do this to us at Anfield because it's the only way they can survive. If they try to have a go, we're going to kill them. So really, they have to come to us and, and sit like that. So this is probably what, what it's going to be like under Klopp from now until eternity. So we kind of do need to try and work at other options to try and break them down. Um, to a certain extent, I kind of like the fact that Klopp believes so much in this style of play that he's willing to do or die with it. You know, he'll die by his sword. He believes in this so much. So I, th- I just think we have to go with them. I am for sort of frustrated with last week and this week, but at the same time, like, no team's going to go the distance of a season and not drop points or, or not lose a game. Things like that just happen. So... Last week was a disappointment. This week, thankfully, we finally got there in the end. Um, really, the only disappointment this week is obviously Coutinho. At the minute, we still don't know how serious it is. It's probably looking like a broken ankle or ligaments. Really, it's sit and wait and see on that. Um, that does worry me slightly, especially considering Lalana's also injured. Sturridge was out today. I don't know if he's going to be expected back anytime soon. Amane's going away in January. So there's, there's quite a lot of spine of our squad missing there. And if we are wanting to try a different style of play, storage probably would have been vital for us today or would have been starting, but because of this injury, he wasn't available. So I am happy. I am positive. But last week and this week has given me a bit of a fright. Yeah, it's it's almost like a reality check. You know, we 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 swashbuckled our way into the international break, and we really did. Like we were blowing teams away, and things looked fantastic. And you know, we we sort of were looking at this run of games after you know up really now until New Year's Eve. As, as a wonderful opportunity to put a lot of point, points in the board. Now, don't get me wrong, we've not been beaten, but it, just the mentality and the negativity of, of the football that's being played against us, uh, you know, in one respect, it's a wonderful compliment, don't get me wrong, to, that teams are so afraid of us that, that, that they're coming to park a bus. But I'll come to Beth on this one, you know, because you're one of the, we're going to win the leaguers, um, one of those strange band of people that I just can't get my head around. <laughs> and uh, what were your thoughts on it today, Beth? My thing is that they didn't come they didn't come to Anfield to win. They came to not lose, and that's how they played. And we have to get used to it because that's what teams are going to do because they've seen that it works against us because, as we were saying earlier pre-pod, we don't really have a plan B. And, like, I understand, Carly, you're saying that you're kind of happy that Klopp's going to stick with it, but at the same time, I think we do need to be able to make those adjustments. And... As much as you talk about the injuries and whatever, I actually think we have a squad now that it's not as big of a concern as it used to be. The continued injury is definitely a worry, but I feel like people are going to start getting healthy. If we get Lalana back and all of this, I think that that's going to be a little bit better for us. But I don't know. That one today just did my head in. Second half was definitely better than the first, just a different feel, but... They're going to give me a heart attack, and we're still going to win the league. Just a one heart attack? I expect major heart attacks throughout the season. Uh, Bryce, you know, the girls are touching on it there a little bit about a plan B. And, you, you know, Klopp seems to, you know, we know Jurgen Klopp. It's a, it's a one style of football. It's do or die. It's blood and thunder. It's magnificent to watch in full flow. But the, unfortunately, the flow has sort of been stemmed by this stubbornness of, of, you know, of teams that are opposition teams. 
And they seem to have worked out a formula, uh, whether it be from Jose's 8-1-1 or whatever, that just stopping Liverpool and, and trying to get that point. And to be fair today, even when, when Sunderland did concede, they still didn't really offer anything. They still sat sort of the, the same way. They opened up maybe a slight bit more, but, but again, it wasn't what you would call very adventurous. And given the amount of games that potentially we're going to face, you know, like this, with teams like this who are just going to go for damage limitation. Well, what, are you, what are your thoughts on it? To be honest, I mean, yeah, Sunderland set up today. Um, not looking to win that game whatsoever, did they? The, you know, a draw for them would have been fantastic results. Um, and I think, you know, they, they said they were going to park a double-decker bus in front of the goal. I mean, that sums it up. Defoe had 20 touches of the ball the whole game. Yeah, they, they didn't come here to play, did they? I think uh, with regards to plan B, you personally, I think... Um, Sturridge starts games for us. He, he slows down our attack isn't as quick. But I think a game like today, you know, where we can't get the ball moving that quickly because they're set so deep, you're going to need that plan B. And maybe he is going to be our best option for plan B. I mean, who else are we going to get in January or whenever else or what other way are we going to go about it? You know, so maybe having him till the end of the season anyway might be our best option. No, and I hear what you're saying there, but these injuries that are inevitable in any squad and inevitable throughout the season. But, you know, what we saw continue, we'll come on to it in a moment and discuss the impact of that. And we also missed Lallana for the second week. And the suggestion sort of there that Lallana is fast becoming, you know, he, he was a figure of ridicule for this particular podcast, especially last season. You know, we, we hope to bring a bit of fun at the guy. But kudos to him, like he has turned it around and he is fast becoming our you know, one of the most valuable cogs in in the machine does. And do, do you feel that, you know, Lallana's miss, as well as then losing the, the you know, the drive and guile of Coutinho didn't help our cause today? Yeah, I think that's the case. I mean, Coutinho's capable of producing something from, from nothing. We're desperately going to miss him if he's out. Uh, Lallana, again, he's just creative. He likes to run at, you know, at defences. You know, and I think he's thrived having Klopp being there, you know, as, as a great coach. He was just made him a better player this year. And yeah, both of them out, we're going to lack a little bit of creativity, that little bit of flair. And yeah, I think it definitely will affect us more than might be expected, you know. Uh, we're going to have to set up a bit differently. And it's, it's, I suppose the only positive thing is that all of our, all our goals aren't coming from one area. They're not coming from, say, Fernando Torres up front getting us 20 goals and everyone else getting one or two. We've been getting goals from all over. So you, at, le- at least we've got the ability to score from Mane and Firmino and, and that there's obviously going to be less chances with them out of the team. No, absolutely. Firing back across to, to Carly again on this one, you know, it was, it was sort of suggested, I think, in our, our group today that we don't have that sort of out and out number nine goal scorer. Um, and, and Bryce has alluded to it as well there, you know, that the, the goals are sort of pretty much spread around the team. I quite like that myself, Carly. But do you think that we miss that pure, like, you know, the Diego Costa who is just there in the box and he will do you damage? Do you think that that's maybe an area of, of certainly we could look at strengthening in in the the, the window, or do you think that you're, we're just going to see this three up front and you know the, the spread of goals? You know, and and I make that point based on you know like Manny and, and Firmino have had quite a few opportunities in, in the last couple of games, and whether it be that's just not going for them, they're not getting the rub of the green, the ball's not going for them. You you know you you also mentioned pre-pod about a Daniel Sturridge would would maybe deal with a lot more of those chances more effectively? Yeah, um, to a certain extent, yes. Daniel, the likes of Daniel Sturridge would probably score a lot more of the chances that, that was wasted today, um, probably even last week as well. But at the same time, from an injury point of view, if you're really relying on goals coming from one player, you're leaving yourself open there. 
whereas yes we have missed Lalana and obviously we are going to miss Coutinho but with your first immediate reaction isn't oh my god where are the goals going to come from yes we will miss certain aspects of their play but we still know that we can go out and we can win a game and we can win a game convincingly without them if that makes makes certain sense um I think that there are certain games where different types of attacks maybe would, would be a good idea. I think even especially sort of coming up to the Leeds game, I'm hoping the likes of Sturridge will be fit for that. I would like some of the players to get a bit of a rest. I mean, I know there was an international break, but some of them had a lot of travelling and stuff to do. So for the likes of the cup games, I like to try and see something a bit different compared to the league because at the minute, yes, okay, <laughs> today was nervy. Last week wasn't particularly great and that we didn't win but we also didn't concede another clean sheet today so at the minute what we're doing in the league is working for us so I would prefer just to keep going with that I'm sort of generally of the opinion you don't change a a winning team unless obviously you have to but for me if the ball is rolling you just keep going with it no indeed and Beth would would you sort of echo those sentiments or or would you have anything different in this particular one I tend to agree a little bit I do think though that as you said, that we don't have that Diego Costa type player and that somebody that can kind of, you know, I said slice and dice the the defense. And I think that today that Origi kind of did a little bit of that. And when he came on, we started to get more chances and we started to have more chances inside their box instead of shooting from outside so I think we kind of have that it we don't have it to the level that that Chelsea does but I think that with the injuries it's not as bad as it was in years past where one player gets injured and you think oh fuck we're done I think we've got the people that can kind of fill those holes but it's going to change the way we play a little bit no, and you're right, they bring up Origi there. And I was throwing across to Bryce. Uh, you know, he, he was slow. Yeah, he came on. It took him sort of maybe 10, 15 minutes to find his feet. We know that Origi likes a run of games. Um, and you get maybe more from what we've seen of him. You know, the, the longer he, he, he remains in the side, the, the better he looks. But he sort of grew into that game. Obviously, you know, scored the first goal, took the weight off, off, off the shoulders and whatnot. I was actually very impressed with him. Uh, what were your own thoughts, Bryce? Yeah, I mean, Origi impresses me every time he comes on the pitch. Uh, I think he's a little bit unlucky because of the way we set up. Uh, maybe, you know, there's players getting in in front of him and also a little bit unlucky because we've got Sturridge as well, who as much as people like to say positive or negative things about him, I mean, he, he has scored a lot of goals uh, for us in the past and he he, do, he can pull a goal out of nowhere as well, outside the box. And Origi's a bit of a different player, isn't he? Um, and, uh, I mean, we're very lucky very lucky to have him in the team and to have him as an option to bring on. Um, when him and Sturridge are on the bench, you know, you know at least we've got somewhere to turn to. I mean, there's been plenty of times in the past where you're looking across the bench and you haven't got anyone. Um, I'd like to see more of him feature in the next few weeks. I mean, we've got the likes of, yes, the Leeds game uh, this week. Then we've got Bournemouth, West Ham, Middlesbrough. Yeah, I'd like to see him, if not start, then at least get some game time, you know, get a bit of confidence in him. And then if we do need to fall back and have him, then, you know, You'll go into them with a bit of match fitness, maybe a bit more confident, you know. No, I hear you, and and Carly, for you, you know, sticking with her easy, you know, I think that when he comes on, he he's much more sort of natural in those wider areas than maybe Sturridge would have been. You know, Sturridge you prefer to see as the number nine, whereas you. you Origi, for me, can, can can adapt between the two. He can drift between the roles. And, you know, if, if Firmino finds himself out wide, Origi's perfectly happy going and, and filling the space and whatnot. 
you know, there was there was suggestions at the beginning of the season that Origi could be above Sturridge in the pecking order. But the one thing about him and one thing he brings to the table is physicality. He's a big, like this kid has really developed himself. And when he's in full flight, you know, when he's when he's running with the ball, there's not an awful lot getting in his way. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, when he first signed for us, as some of you might remember, I wasn't exactly his biggest fan. I didn't really think he offered us very much. Dog um, shit, I, I, I seem to recall. Oh, for fuck's sake, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping your old age would get the better of you. Um, no, don't have yes, Alzheimer's just yet. Working shit. on it. Um, yeah, I called him dog shit. Um, and now I have dog shit on my face. So, uh, yeah, no, he has definitely progressed and developed a lot more his physicality, as you say. I mean, I think he offers that a bit more than Sturridge. And he also, to me, offers a bit more to the team in a less selfish way. Like you say, it was really obvious today, um, Origi being out on the wings a lot more, sort of helping the team. There's been a lot said about Sturridge and people calling him lazy and things like that over the last few weeks. I don't necessarily agree with that. But I do think there is a certain selfishness to Sturridge. Um, I think especially last week, whenever he came on, there was a few times when he, if he had a pass, we would have scored and he would have won the game. I think Origi would be more inclined to do that as opposed to Sturridge. For me personally, I would still have to put Sturridge on before Origi, but I'm really disappointed. I mean, I don't know what this injury is that he apparently has. I didn't know anything about it sort of until early today that... He wasn't going to be available. It just seems to be another thing sort of going against him. People are complaining about the way he plays, his style of play, his seemingly attitude. And then again, today he's not available. Um, I don't know. I start. It's it's a bit weird. We have seem to have this conversation every week in this pod and it seems to sort of change between, no, we should keep him. And then something happens and it's like, no, it's time to get rid. And I think I've... I've always sort of sat on the fence, been not really bothered each way, either way, what would happen. But I think at the moment I would be inclined to to let him go in January, let Origi start. I mean, this little guy Woodburn seems to to have caught Klopp's eye. He does seem to be quite good, so maybe it's a he's a energetic. Time to try given that. that, you know, he, he came on and a very short space of time, Carly. But the amount of energy and he got a cheer every time he did everything. It was a joy to watch, actually, just a, a kid coming on like that. Yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, when he came on, it's not like the game was totally wrapped wrapped up as such. I mean, I know, like I said, I know Sunderland weren't much of a threat, but it's not like he got stuck on at the 6-1 in Hull and people are going, oh, well, it's a, it's a token sort of debut. You know, he, he did really well. So for me, I think there are maybe other options to explore. I mean, I don't have anything against Daniel Sturridge. I would wish him well wherever he goes. He gave us a lot of great goals and a lot of great memories. But for me... It's just getting to the point now where we just can't rely on him. And I mean, I, I hate international football. Anybody who knows me will know that. And it's a bit of a pointless rant. But, you know, if Sturridge isn't starting because of the way we are playing, you, you can't really say anything against that. We have to, to go with what's working for us. But he needs to be there and ready to go when we need him. And this week we needed him and he wasn't available. To me, I just don't really. There's a there's a reason he's not starting. And it's not because of injuries. It's There's a reason that Klopp isn't putting him in. And we don't know why. He makes those decisions. And as much as we, I think Daniel Sturridge is a fantastic player, there's a, a, a reason that he's not starting games for us. And I think that's something that people kind of tend to forget is that, you know, everybody, I, I, by all means, I don't think that, that Jurgen is, he's 
infallible, but I, you know, they see more stuff than we see. And I, I just think that there's, there's something else going on and there's a reason that he's not getting games for us. Are you going to hazard a guess as to what that is? No, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I, my, my opinion, I think it's attitude, but that's, that's me. And that's my impression. And it, like Carly says, I don't have anything against Daniel Sturridge and I will celebrate every goal that he scores for us. But if he's not on the pitch to score a goal, I can't celebrate it. So it's a style thing. I think it's the, I think he just slows the game down. I think he takes too many touches. We say it for us. We say it for England. He likes to drop back, take a few touches, come across the pitch, have a shot from 30 yards. doesn't work in with the rest of the players. I, I might be an attitude problem as well, but I think it's definitely, Definitely style has to play into to a certain degree. I think we can't let him go in January. If we want to win the league, I think at some point he's going to come off the bench and score a goal or two for us. And I think everyone will go, oh, thank God he was there. I mean, I think Origi's a great player. And unfortunately, the more that we go to Sturridge as backup or bring him off the bench, Origi's not going to be entirely happy because you look at like Sunderland or West Brom or something like this, they'd love to have Origi and he'd play every game for them. So eventually he's going to get a little bit annoyed. But I would say let's keep Sturridge, get him off, and then get a decent replacement or plan B. I'll agree with you on that. I don't really think we should get rid of him. Oh, I, I do. I, I, I think I've been probably this way for about a year. And, and just for the reasons that, you know, like today, you know, here we are. The guy, was, the guy wasn't even on the bench and we're talking about him. And, you know, he, he, sort of, he is a divisive character for um, Liverpool fans. Some people think he, don't, he doesn't get enough love. Some people think believe he's not worthy of, of of such things, you know. Carly, you make a great point as well about you know the amount of goals he scored, but for me, I it just always gets stuck. Like the likes of today, here we need him. Where is he injured? And every time we seem to have needed, even even the before time under Rodgers, you you know what I mean. Every time we needed Daniel Sturridge, he wasn't there for us. And you know he's desperately unlucky with injuries. I know there's a, there's a train of thought out there which I, I personally don't buy into that he he's mentally weak and frail in the mind and doesn't want to play. I, I defy that. But there's just times you feel that when he does come on as well that he's sort of protecting himself. You never see him sort of open up into that that running style that he used to have maybe the thirteen fourteen season with Suarez beside him. And I just think the times now, I have a great degree of sympathy for him as well. He believed when Suarez left Liverpool that he was going to be the star man. Sadly, injuries and Jurgen Klopp's arrival took care of that. And and I think that Daniel Sturridge, the way he is as a player, and, and he's a superb player, I think he needs to be the focus of attention. I think in, in his mind, he wants to be the number one um, player that we look to. He wants to be the star, you know, with Jared away and so on. He, he maybe thought within himself that he was going to be the star. It hasn't worked out that way. Jurgen Klopp is. No, I pretty much agree. But one thing I would like to say is I think Liverpool fans in general get sort of get a lot of stick maybe from other teams' fans for being too sentimental about our players and things like that, um, especially like our ex-players. But whenever we are sort of being ruthless about, about Sturridge, we're getting a lot of shit for that. I mean, the long and short of it is we needed him today and he wasn't available. And unfortunately that pattern is becoming far too often and I mean it's it could be absolutely no fault of his own and I mean I feel really bad for the guy if it is but the long and short of it is I'm a Liverpool fan and I haven't seen us win the league yet I fucking want to see that and if in the days and times that we need him he can't be there then we need to find someone who is or give the opportunity to someone like Bryce said you know Origi isn't going to want to sit on the bench and watch stories going ahead of him every single time and Origi's slightly younger so we need to be using him and sort of helping him progress and adapt. 
and maybe putting the focus on him a bit more because we really don't want to lose Sturridge and Origi. And right now, I think that's where our focus needs to be going because, like I said, Sturridge, unfortunately, for whatever reason it may be, at that time each week it seems to change. He's just not there when we need him. No, indeed. I'm, I'm, I think we've, we've laboured on the point long enough. I say the guy didn't even play today as a, as a post-match, so I think we need to sort of drag ourselves away from that. And maybe take a little bit of a look at the midfield there um, and, and what you thought of them today, Carly. I was slightly underwhelmed, maybe, would be would be the best part. You know, I, I, thought, I don't think Emery Khan has really hit his stride, you know, like we maybe saw last season. I know he's coming back from injury. It could take a few games. Don't get me wrong, he's looking better. But... Maybe it's what's beside him. Maybe is the problem. I, I'm not sure. I'm just not with 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 Alan out. I'm just not sure about this midfield. Dave, I thought he did really well today. Do you? I actually, yeah. I would have said he probably would have been one of our men, like man, not maybe maybe not man of the match, but up there. Um, I think he was playing a lot more forward today. Um, I think he got a lot involved a lot more. Um, I thought he did really well. I mean, there was a few chances he had. I think he probably should have sunk one of them. I thought he did really well today. No, it's, 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 <laughs> I don't think Henderson had a particularly good or, game. Or Ronaldo, uh, either. Mm. You, you know what I mean. And and but I say I don't. I just don't see the dy- dy- dynamism maybe in in Can that we saw last season. And, and I appreciate that he's been injured and he's coming back, and and that can take a little bit of time to get back up to speed again. Also, the new personnel around him as well. Um, so I say I'm not being hard on him. I don't think it's anything wrong. But I say the other two. You know my thoughts on Henderson. It's the easiest upgrade in that team uh, at the moment. And I just, I just think that when we don't have Lalana there, it sort of exposes the weaknesses a little bit more. So, Dave, who would, who would you play in that? Well, ideally, I would, I would like Lalana back, obviously, and I think we should be looking for something in the transfer window. But I've been banging on about this for, forever. Um, you, you know, someone as as like a stopper. You know, the one the one that stays a really good sort of breaker up and and somebody who can break up the play and whatnot. I don't see Henderson as that. When Aldum's that's not his game. I want to see Emery Chan be like a box-to-box midfielder. I want to see him carry the ball because he does it so well. And I think what we lack, maybe the balance in that midfield that we lack at the moment, is just someone there who who, who sits, oh, I'm not saying sits there full-time, but but certainly offers that sort of little bit of uh, protection to, to the, the back four. Someone that, almost like uh, what Mascarano used to do for us? Exactly, and and you know, as I say, but also has the ability to, to pass the ball and so on. You know, I'll, I'll assume this, but I know that's that's a little bit too too much to be asking for. As I say, I I, I know I'm I'm pretty down on Henderson. I know he's had some decent games recently, and and rightly so. But I just don't. I just I'm just not feeling Jordan Henderson in this team. I never really have as captain. And and I say no no slight against the lad at all. I just, I just don't think that that he is the future for us. And certainly, you know, today, I, I want to bring it on to another point as well, um, about even off the bench today, I thought that was a game for Alberto Moreno. Um, I thought that he might have just given them that some, someone extra to deal with uh, that might have sort of dragged them out of shape a little bit. Um, as good as Milner has been, he's he's like, you know, he's the good old four Cortina, reliable as get out and, you know, not very quick. Uh, but as I say, kudos to him for, for adapting to that position, but... Today, especially sort of from like the second half, fifty minutes, sixty minute mark, uh, and I'll I'll let Beth go on this one. Would, you know, would you agree with me? It was a game that Moreno's pace and directness would have would have maybe given them something to think about more. I, I think it would have, but he still scares the shit out of me. So 
I'm half and half on bringing him on. Only defensively he scares the shit out of you. And there was nothing to defend there today, Beth. That's that's why I'm I'm advocating it. No, I I, I understand that. But I I feel that even if he was would have been on defensively, that there might have been more chances for them just because he's so just kind of spacey and crazy a little bit. But let me... Go back, going back to your about the midfield, the the thing that I'm really liking about our midfield right now is that you don't really talk about our midfield. There's not anybody that you're singling out because they're having a shit game. There's really not anybody that you're singling out because they're having a great game because I think they're working as a team and everybody's contributing. And I think that, you know, you might not be a big fan of Henderson, but I think he's improved massively even from a year ago. So to me, I, I think our midfield's pretty good and pretty steady right now. I suppose I'm I'm of the opinion as well. You know, uh, we spoke about this, uh, you know, pre-pod. You know, back in the thirteen fourteen season, and and we sort of set up the same way. It's this total football. It's this this we just want to run up teams and attack teams from from the first minute. The difference was that we had you know a, a Luis Suarez back then, a world class player who who terrified them. And today, you know, I want to I want to touch a little bit on on Phil Coutinho as well, but we'll, we'll do that later. I want to stick with Moreno because I know Carly likes to talk about him. Carly, would you have put Moreno on today? Yes. Does a bear shit in the woods? Yes. He should for me should be starting these kind of games. I mean, Sunderland, as we've already said, pro- proved no threat whatsoever. So I would have preferred to see Moreno, who's basically going to be out and out attacking the whole time. He had nothing to defend against. I understand. To a certain extent, what Beth is saying, you know, that defensively he ha- can't have the odd wobble. And if it's nil-nil and they do have a chance and he has a clusterfuck up, then, you know, we could go one nil down, heads drop. That kind of, that scenario could happen. But for me today, they proved they proved no threat whatsoever. So he should have been there bombing down the wing, um, getting crosses in, trying to attack with his pace and cause a bit more... Bit th- a bit more threat for us and give them something more to think about. Um, so I was quite surprised that he wasn't brought on. Yes, I totally agree. To sum up the point, yeah, I think Moreno should have either started or definitely been brought on. Maybe Klopp's gone on, on an intensive defending course. Bryce, for you, again, what, what are your th- Are you a Moreno fan? Or are you a, a detractor like basically everybody? You know, we, we, were pre- we appreciate him. If he was playing a sort of left midfield role, we'd probably like him a lot. But as I say, he does have the defensive frailties. I would never start him, ever. <gasps> I, I just think he's way too much of a liability. I don't know why coaches in the past haven't brought him along as a left winger. Because as a left back, he's absolutely shambolic. I think bringing him on today, sure, whatever. But yeah, give me steady Eddie uh, in Milner left back any day. You know, play anyone at left back but him, I think. He's just, he's too wild. Yes, he offers a bit going forward and you bring him on for that. But, I mean, we say that Sunderland had no chances today, but when he's on the pitch, he'll create a chance for the other team because his positioning's horrendous. And he, he likes to bomb on and then not, he's not able to get back. I think if he played in front of Milner, um, it might actually work because Milner kind of steady the ship on that left-hand side. But, no, not for me. Oh, fair enough. Um, I'll say, I, I see, I see. Him that's that then? Yeah, that's Bryce has spoken. That's it. The voice of Carlsberg has told us Moreno no more. Uh, <laughs> well, also, um, Milner has scored more goals against Sunderland, um, I think, than any other team that he's played against. So that was a good omen today. And when he scores, he's never lost a match. So I think he has to play and he has to take our penalties. You and your stats, I do not know. 
Uh, yeah, no, you see, I, I, I sort of feel for Moreno because, as I say, we, we, we've suffered the the or the Southampton game and this game, and I just think that there were ideal opportunities, especially. And I'm surprised at Klopp, but it, it just shows you how much he's sort of thinking that maybe this defense isn't as 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 solid as he would like. Maybe still, that's maybe the mentality in it that you know you could leak that goal with Moreno sort of caught. You know, in their penalty box, and the ball's coming back at you at high speed. I can, I can sort of buy into that. But you know, these two teams, on reflection, it's easy in hindsight, have offered absolutely nothing going forward in in, in the last two games. And you just get, you know, for my money, I just get the feeling that a Moreno just gives them something else to think about. Um, whereas maybe a Milner doesn't, as you have you rightly said, Bryce. He's he's dependable. He's you know, he, he he's a good, honest pro. Um, but but again, I'm I'm not so sure that uh, you know he he's Klopp's ideal of of, of a left back. But listen, want to move on because Phil got injured today, and uh, I'll come to Beth first on this one. You know we have been frustrated by Phil over a couple of seasons about his consistency, and finally the kid has found a, a, a vein of form, and he's been brilliant both for country and club uh, in recent times, and he's really found a consistency. And he looks a different player this season, and now this, and you know, we, we potentially could be looking at maybe a, maybe a lengthy injury. Just how much of an impact do you think this could have on our season? Oh boy, I don't know. I think that it's a big loss because he's the magician and he creates a lot of stuff and creates chances. And the relationship with him and Firmino is really good, and they understand each other well. And it, it can be a big loss for us, but I, I have to go back that we won today without him. I'm not saying that he's not a big part of the team. He obviously is, but I'm saying that we still managed to win this game today without Phil. And I think that's a something that you need to keep in mind going forward is that we have options this season. And I don't think we've had that too much in seasons past. If we had an injury to somebody like Coutinho, then it was like, oh shit, we're done. But now it's, it's okay. It sucks for Phil. I, I hate that you're injured and we hope you come back and it's not a big deal, but we can continue playing without you. I, I'm not like, I don't think it's the end of the world. Carly, for you, you know, obviously Bess made a point there that, you know, we still won without him, but this was against probably the poorest team in the Premier League. And I'm concerned that he's the closest that we have to that world-class player that I keep talking about. And I think if he's out for a prolonged period, number one, he's going to have to play himself back in again, get back up to speed again. I, 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 it's just a disaster for the kid. And, and, and also, you know, you hate your international. I love my international football. And, oh, well, it'll not have much of an impact for Brazil. But he's been absolutely sensational for Brazil as well this season. And just when we, you know, you and I, I think, have had conversations in the past, Carly, about the consistency of Phil. If Phil could just find a form of consistency, he would be unstoppable. And he has sort of done that this season. I'm gutted for him. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm, I think this is probably the shittest time it could have happened. We've spoke so many times before saying, you know, he has the potential. The potential is all there. We just need this to see this week in, week out. And really, this season, from sort of the first game up to now, you know, he has performed week in, week out. Plus, as Beth also said, the relationship with Firmino, it's starting to develop and it had started to grow. Everything just seemed to be slotting into place. And then today happened. Um, so I am gutted for him. I'm gutted for us. I mean, he is our best player. Other players put in shifts each week, but he is the star guy. He can turn things on, turn things off. 
we did win today without him, as Beth again said. Um, but I am worried that there'll be certain games where we will need that little bit of flair and that little bit of magic just to sort of kick us on or even to win us the game. Um, and, and that might not be there at the minute. We don't know how serious it is. We don't know how long he's going to be out for. But whatever way you look at it, it is a huge miss. Um, it's also a huge opportunity for whoever is going to start, whether it's going to be a change of formation and uh, Arigi's going to start. That could be what's going to happen. We don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but I am, I am gutted, and I think it's come at the worst possible time. Indeed it has. But it might be interesting, Bryce, to see how, you know, the, the Sturridges or the Arigis, whoever gets the, whoever gets the nod. And, you know, trying to look on the bright side of this, you know, we know that Mane's going away in the new year. We know that the, the, the system's going to be disrupted. So this is like, it's almost like a, an early trial of, of, of our metal, maybe, trying to look on the brightest terms of this injury. And, and I think even as we sit here at the minute, I don't think there's any news on this injury that's come up, um, how serious or, or how not. We'll probably have to wait till Monday to find out. Hopefully it's it's only a few weeks, but the, the potential's there that it could be a, a lengthy one. Yeah, it's definitely not ideal for us, is it? I mean he's he's really found his consistency this year and he's he's been frightening, you know, for the opponents. I would say you're probably right. I mean, the, the biggest concern uh, is that we have to change this tactically. I mean, either Sturridge or Rigi would be the ones that you would imagine would come into the side. And I think when we've got that front three set up and we're, you know, attacking you know, all over the pitch. I think it's brilliant, but changing the tactic and bringing one of those guys in maybe is just going to change that dynamic. Uh, we're not going to be as threatening or as fluent. Uh, maybe that's the better way to put it uh, without him. Uh, I would like to think that Klopp's been thinking all along about when Manny's away, um, obviously the African Cup of Nations, um, how he's going to set up the, during that time. But maybe this will be how he's going to set up the next few weeks and he's going to have to bring that forward. So I'd like to think that in some way he's got you know, a good idea what he's gonna, what way he's gonna set up for this. You know, it's it's gonna be interesting anyway. Um, Sturridge coming back into the team um, might slow it down a little bit. Rigi might be then a better choice, but we need to get Lalana back as well. I think just to kind of shore it up. Maybe Lalana will come in, and that'll be the only change. Let's uh, let's see what happens. But it's definitely a concern coming up to a busy Christmas period. Um, if he's not around then, let's just hope that it's not as bad as as it looked. No, indeed, and and you know I want to take a look at the at the uh, the Leeds game very quickly before we close here. But first, um, I'm thinking along the lines of you know the, the guys on the last podcast midweek there had basically suggested you know this this run of fixtures right up to the City match on New Year's Eve, basically to the end of the year, we have some very favourable fixtures in there that which look very appealing points wise um, going forward. Would would this injury, Beth, for you, would that sort of change your opinion? on you know th- those games and maybe look at them in a different light now not really i guess i'm i'm like the perpetual optimist right now that i think that i think that we've got a squad now i think that it as i said before that if one person gets injured it's there somebody can replace them i, I it just might change the flow a little bit but i still think that we're still an attacking team because that's the way clock plays I'm not super concerned about it. I just think that, that like we said, Lalana is going to end up coming back hopefully soon from his injuries and getting a run of games in again. And I think that changes the way that we play. So while, 
yeah, it, it, it's a big blow for Phil to be out. I just don't think it's, I think we've got the squad to cope with it. Carly, for you, w- w- would you be of the same opinion um, as Beth? You think we've got the strength and depth there that we can, certainly with those fixtures, um, you know, there's no, there's nothing really mad until we, we, we meet City. Um, do you think we've got enough to keep us ticking over? Yeah, well, I would like to think we do. Um, it's, like I said, it's probably the shittest time for him because he's hit such a a good run of form. But considering the fixtures we have, I think the fixtures could have been a lot harder on us. Um, we might have missed him a little more. Um, so, yeah, I kind of agree with what Beth said. There's there's players there who have an opportunity that can come in and cover. They obviously won't be up the same standard as him, but they can do the job. So um, maybe in some ways we've been slightly lucky if, you know, lucky as in if it's only going to be a couple of weeks I mean if this is a break or something serious it could be sort of nearly the end of the season but um, if we're talking sort of five six weeks and then maybe maybe we'll be we'll be okay maybe it won't hit us as hard as it may have done no fingers crossed it's not an end of the season one or any an April one even off oh, that would be just the worst thing of all uh, Bryce yourself same same question mate do you think that we've got the, the strength and depth there to, to, to get us through until such times as, you know, obviously injuries recover or get us through to that City game with enough points? Yeah, to be honest, I think we do. I think, you know, if Lana comes back, yeah, Coutinho's a massive miss. It's, it's going to be very hard to fill those boots, don't get me wrong. Uh, but we've got enough players scoring, um, enough creative players. We've got enough flair throughout that team anyway. Um, so I, I don't see, we're obviously going to be better with him in the side, but I don't see it being the end of the world uh, necessarily. But the, the only thing is, I suppose time will tell um, in the next few fixtures how badly we really do miss him, you know. Maybe the team will be able to create chances anyway without him. Uh, but well, let, let's see what happens. And maybe the, also this, I um, don't know how you guys feel, maybe this will make Klopp go out and buy a player in January because of this and Mane being away. I mean, all it takes is for one more injury. Like say, God forbid, say uh, Firmino was to get injured or something like this. Why would you even say aware. something like that? I'm just saying. A kiss of death I'm just in a saying, whole bloody lot, like, like isn't it? <laughs> Jesus no, Christ, just man! What are you it doing? Just, <laughs> just go I'm just walk under it, a ladder more. now. When you see, the, it could be only a matter of time for storage. It could only be a matter of time for storage and Origi start up front for us, you know. I don't know. Well, put it like this: you could do a hell of a lot worse than those two, even you. Exactly. Know I mean? I, it, it's, it, you're, you're making a fair point, actually, there, Bryce. You know, yeah, I'd say I'd, there, I'd, there is the players. It's just whether or not they can click into that system and, and you know play the way that Klopp wants them. But it, one would imagine they're, they're trained that way every week. And I mean, if, if last year or the year before or whatever you said that you know, we've got those two players on the bench to bring on in case you know somebody else gets injured, you'd say that's not too bad actually. You know, I, th- I think a lot of the teams in the Premiership would be happy to have them to bring off the bench. You know, no, absolutely they would. And uh, you know, Bryce, you, you know, you mentioned the transfer window there. Do you foresee? New arrivals in January, or are we, is it your preference to see new arrivals in January? I think it all comes down to if the player's available, right? But, I mean, January, you, you quite often you get held to ransom. I mean, God, Andy Carroll, Jesus. You know, so teams could just Louis go, well, Suarez, if you want we'll pay for Counter him. that with Luis yeah. Suarez, counter it with Daniel Sturridge, well, who, you know, like, I know exactly. saying get rid of him, but he, he scored a lot of goals. I think even Coutinho, did he come in January as well? He did indeed. He did. So, I suppose if the right player is available, but... It's always a more tricky time of the year to do business. Uh, who would or who should we go for? I don't really know, to be honest. But, but yeah, I, I, I suppose it only takes you know, maybe an injury like this 
you know, for Klopp to maybe go into that, what is it, that secret scouting book that he stole off Dortmund or something? <laughs> well, according to the guys on the uh, never know. <laughs> the football grads pod, he he was maybe caught in photocopy and room photocopy and it <laughs> was that's a stand. <laughs> Carly, for you, do you, do you do you want to see some arrivals in January? Do you think we need uh do you think this squad needs bolstering up? You know, obviously we're looking good at them and our league position sort of suggests that if we're not going to get top four, we're certainly going to be in the equation for it. And obviously then you would need to bulk a squad. If, if the players are there, obviously Klopp's got the money to spend. You, you would like to think if he can get who he wants. And, and I think we all know with Klopp, he'll only buy someone who he really wants. But you, can, can you foresee him going, trying it out? You never know. He might, he might go out and try and bring one or two in. I think it's really going to depend on injuries. I think it will depend a lot on how Phil is. Um, Manny's going away. Lalana should be okay. He should be back in a few weeks. Um, so if it's going to be a case of we're missing three or four, he might go out and try and get someone. But we all know that he's not going to go out and splash the cash, you know, just to try and get someone in January. He'd probably rather wait and save a few pounds and, and get them in the summer. He's not the, the, the type of manager to do that. So, I mean, if he goes out and buys, I think that we're all confident that he's doing it because he knows we need someone. And if he doesn't, um, if he doesn't even try, then I think that maybe says what kind of faith he has in the squad. At the minute, I think if he wants someone, I think we'll we'll get him. I mean, we're doing okay at the moment. And I, th- I think sort of maybe in the summer, the main draw of coming to Liverpool was working with Klopp. It wasn't necessarily Liverpool Football Club. Um, I think for some people might might disagree, um, but I think that Klopp was bigger than us. For, for a while now but we're doing okay we're working with Klopp um, if we keep on this run of form there's Champions League football so I mean I think if, if there's someone out there that he really wants I, I think we'll be able to get them and Beth I, t- I take it you're, you're, you're winning the league anyway so do we need re- reinforcements to, 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 to see your dream come true? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know I think that it depends on how bad the injury is for Phil but part of me kind of wants to say I don't think we'll bring a lot of people in in January because I think that the the way that it's a group now and the way that they're playing and that they've trained together and and all of the the preseason, you know, the three training sessions a day or whatever, I think that makes a huge difference for it. So I don't know if if you want to bring somebody in who then kind of has to learn all that again and learn how to kind of fit in. So I, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I kind of don't see us doing a lot of business at all in January. To, to be honest with you, from a personal point of view, I wouldn't mind a couple at least. Um, as I say, you know, given our league position at the moment, if those days were available, I know that traditionally you know, German managers and German teams don't really do a lot in January. But I think you know, sort of given the fact that, that we got rid of so many players in in the uh, in the close season and we you know we trimmed the squad down, I think what does come, if anything. And I know I've had whispers there's definitely we're, we're interested in a few players, whether those deals can, can actually be realised or not another matter. Um, you know, Klopp knows exactly who he wants and uh, who he wants to work with. And from my own point of view, you know, bringing them in in January, even they don't get a great deal of games, they're, they're in there and it's almost like, you know, you know, half a season just to get acclimatised in a pre-season and they hit the ground then maybe running. And it's, it's sort of a benefit. And I say we do have room for them. We've we slimmed down so much. But listen, I, I want to drag. Go ahead, go, Bryce. Dave, uh, is is there anyone in uh, South America you being based on there that you would fancy being signed up by by us? Oh, not really. 
You know, you look across the the, the, the leagues here, and you know, I, I do the South American show for WFI, and there's there's so few um, players who you could actually see being Premier League fit, um, or you know, fit the style, even even a Liverpool fit in another way, who are maybe the wrong side of their twenties, you know, maybe even early thirties would be the only ones that I could sort of think, you know, late developers in the game that that could could come in at the moment. You know, Gabi Jesus is heading to um, to the city. Marlos Moreno headed the city with him. Gabby Gall's gone. Gerson went to Roma. Those are the you know Lucas Lima is about the only one left down here, and the young lad uh, Luan are about the only two in Brazil at the minute. Um, there's a couple of kids in Colombia, but they're very raw. Um, Argentina's not doesn't have a great deal because the majority of these kids are, are scouted really early, and there's no one I can see South American wise that I, I would feel I could sort of go well. You know, I'd love to see that guy in a red shirt. There's very very Gabby Jesus is the only one, but sadly he's going he's going he's going to Etihad, and there's nothing we can do about that one. Yeah, uh, what Beth? Uh, do you see anyone in the states? Any young bucks coming up that look any decent that you reckon could get in our side? Oh, I'm totally the wrong person to ask about that because I paid no attention to to U.S. football. I think I think the big basically American, the American hopes your man was it uh, Pulich or um, the guy at Dortmund? His name. Yeah, Christian Pulich. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he seems to be the yeah. big, uh, great that's, American hope. That that's the only name that I can think of. But as I say, I'm totally not the person to ask about that because. I don't pay any attention to it. Bravo. You have, you have our full backing on that. The the geriatric... I'm going to get slaughtered for that, by the way. <laughs> geriatric United versus Zimmer Frame City. Eh? Oh, what, what what wonderful league you have. Right, let, but let's move on to our Leeds United game. Hold on a minute. Hold on. No one asked me if there was anybody from the Irish League that would cut it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> go on, name them. Name them all. Yeah, go, go on. <laughs> Fuck off. Silence is fucking <laughs> deafening, Carly. Why did, see, you open your mouth every <laughs> second time. Right, moving on to the Leeds game before Carly drives us mad. And I'll stay with Carly just for badness. Carly, what do you want to see for this game? Uh, we know you won't want to see the win. Do you want to see the kids get around? What type of a team do you want to see? What type of a performance? And what, what do you think we're going to get? Um, I think it'll probably be another pretty strong team. Um, and I'd like to see a pretty strong team. Um, if Sturridge is fit... Um, I would like to see him get some time. Um, I would definitely like, like Origi to start. I would probably rest Firmino. Um, I know he didn't play that much in Brazil, but there was still a lot of travelling involved. So I've never heard of Firmino. Sort of... I've heard of Firmino. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> see, see, the more you correct me, the longer it's going to take you to edit this pod. So I'm not so, editing this, what? so you're all right. Oh, oh are you not? <laughs> we'll just keep going then. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, Firmino or Firmino? <laughs> Is it not an eye on it? For me, no. Coutinho. The best part about this is now she's going to question how she pronounces it every single fucking time. And I'm going to love it. I don't even fucking know what his name is anymore. You're the man with the stupid haircut, right? Firmino. Firmino. What did I say? Firmino? Call him Bobby. Just call him Bobby. Right, Bobby. Challenge people. So hopefully Bobby will get some time off because he's done a lot of traveling. Um, so yeah, I would like to see Bobby get a bit of a rest. Um, Origi and Sturridge get some game time. Um, Moreno, seeing as we've talked about him, um, definitely like to see him start. So I would like some changes, yeah, and hopefully a few more kids on the bench. Um, I would like Grace to get some more time, although I think he might have picked a knock up during internationals. Um, I've seen something on his one of his social medias about him getting treatment. I don't know how bad that is, but I would like to see him get some time. So I would like to see a pretty strong squad with sort of a few fringe players getting a bit more game time. 
And Beth, um, I'm sure you can pronounce everything perfectly. What, 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 who do you want to see and, and what, uh, what is your hope for this cup tie? I have this feeling that we're still going to put out a pretty strong team, including Firmino. Is that, is that okay? Did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, very, very well done. Perfect. Carly, listen and learn. Thank you. Uh, I try very hard. But Trump's going to kick you out of the country now. <laughs> I, I have this feeling about the, the team that they that, in, that Klopp wants to play them and even strong squads, even in something that, you know, might not be as big as a Premier League match. It seems that there's a it's a consistency in keeping everybody like going. So I, I I don't necessarily know if there's going to be a lot of changes. I would like to see like Origi get a couple of starts in these type of games, but I I don't see a lot of changes. I really don't. I'm probably totally wrong, but I just have this feeling that he likes to keep the engine running. No, indeed, uh, and I think that. I think he takes this competition very seriously. I think Klopp is in the position at the minute where he wants to get that first trophy up, and this is his first opportunity again this season. You know, we fell at the, the final hurdle last season. Bryce, for you, what, what, what do you see in this game? Um, what, what do you want to see in this game? Yeah, well, I think we all want to see a win, don't we? But I think with the youngsters getting a run out, and especially likes of Origi getting a run out, you know, would, would be fantastic. I think Leeds, Leeds aren't having a bad season, actually, but you know, you'd like to think that you know, rotating some of the players um, you know, like giving Firmino like a bit of a rest or or whatever, you know, and try and try to get Origi on that side. You know, I think that will only do us good. It's going to be busy in the next few months, you know, as we said, especially around the Christmas period. And I think um, saving a little bit of energy won't do us any harm. I, I wonder after the uh, you know Coutinho um, injury today, I wonder will he be a little bit more cautious going into the game with the bigger players and whether he'll maybe then rest them out of a little bit of concern that we don't need any more knocks. But yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think he's taken it quite seriously. I think he just wants to get that first trophy um, out of the way. I think he's been to quite a few finals club uh, and then just fallen short. Uh, I think we did fantastic last year to get to the finals that we did. Not going to hold that against him. But I think he'd like to just get that one under his belt. No, I hear you. And for me, really, I, I just want to see one name on the, on the, on the team sheet, and that's Phil Coutinho. Personally, <laughs> it would be it would be wonderful. I know I know there's no chance, but seriously, pray for Phil. Pray for Phil. So, what one time round the table? What's your score, Carly? Three nil. Beth. Three nil. Bryce. Be original. <laughs> I'll go two nil. Two nil. I'm going to go three one. So there you go. So that's 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 your lot. We'll just go around the table here very quickly with any plugs and mentions and where you can find you on Twitter and shit like that. Carly, where can we find you on Twitter and shit like that? Um, Mrs. Agger 05 and shit like that. And shit like that. And any shit like that you want to uh, <laughs> you want to plug while we're here? <laughs> no, I'm not going to plug this week. And Beth, where can we find you um, on on the Twitter? And on the where, Twitter. And, and where can we find anything you want to plug? Um, my Twitter is at Red Raider underscore zero eight. And I have nothing to plug. Excellent. Bryce, I know you will have stuff to plug. Uh, I know you have other things to plug. First of all, where can we find you on Twitter? And where, where can we find you in other places? Yeah, on Twitter, it's at WFI underscore Bryce, B-R-Y-C-E. Yeah, we have it uh, on World Football Index. We've got the Champions League pod came out this week. Check it out, please. We, we had Joseph Sexton on there for the first time. It was great to have him on. Uh, very 
interesting uh, conversations with him. Uh, this week we've actually got on WFI a uh, brand new Bundesliga pod, which I'm very excited about. Uh, we'll be talking all things Leipzig, I suppose, uh, amongst other things. But yeah, uh, definitely take a chance to check it out. WFI have got loads of great pods. You know, and this also is uh, another fantastic pod. So, yeah, that's about it. Yep, indeed. And for me, I just give the the usual plug to the cop table who do our preview pods. Um, all the guys on here on WFI, as Bryce rightly said, a couple of pods, new pods coming. There should be another new pod coming this week, hopefully as well. But we'll keep that one under wraps. Uh, we'll have all the usual pods over there, say with football grads, which covers Russia. We've the La Liga, Serie A, Champions League, as Bryce said. We have a tactics podcast out there, uh, released on Friday. The South American football show re- released on Friday. Um, there, there's something across there for everyone. It doesn't matter what what flavor of fan you are. You can find something of interest across there. And from everybody here, just massive thanks. Very, very welcome, Beth, for her first pod. And Bryce's first time get, uh, as a guest on here. And Carly, thank you very much for your time, as always, people. And uh, thank you for the listener for listening. And until the next one, when we will be doing a post-match um, midweek, I think the guys are going to come back and do it after the Leeds game. So until then, it just leaves me to say bye. Bye.